Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is Too Short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. On the man. We got a big broadcast to do here. Listener discretion. Fair warning. Um, I'm not nice, and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything, because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. So I'm going to spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. You know what time it is. It's time for In the Mix with Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black? And now, the one, the only. Trent Jackson. Don't worry, I'm coming, I'm here. Because I knew that the Jeopardy music was coming. Anyway, you're in the mix with Trent. It's Witty Wednesday. Um, the eve of the eve of Christmas Eve. Can you guys turn me up a little bit, please? Um, thanks for listening. Yeah! Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. Um, you know, it's so weird. Um, I was supposed to be at work yesterday, and I didn't show well, I was here, but um, I was here, and the guys just let me sleep. And... Yeah! Because I literally went to sleep because my body just couldn't handle it. It was like 11.15. And I said, okay, wake me up in 30 minutes. And they were like, yeah, we got you. Um, I saw them come at 30 minutes, but I was so out of it. They were just like, nope, just let this nigga sleep. <laughs> and when I woke up um, at 5 o'clock, I was tucked in on the couch. The lights were dim. <laughs> there was some aromatherapy going. They left me in good hands. There were some um, soft Janet Jackson uh, slow songs playing off in the back. <laughs> I literally thought somebody was going to get ready to touch me in a second, but it was just me there. Yeah! I had to handle it myself. Yeah! I'm devastated. Well, I'm devastated. Um, my sister is sick with COVID. Um... You know, and it's always, you know, so devastating to see the kids just laid out and out of it. You know, I feel like um, I'm just easily going to dad mode, trying to make soup and, you know, bring fresh berries and tea and all that. <coughs> no, that's not me. That's just a little um, weed cough. Oh, yeah, but I went in there unmasked and unarmed and everything. And um, I'm second guessing that now. Yeah, I sprayed myself down. with. Well, we don't come in. That's why I specifically said, don't talk to me today. Stay away. Stay in your office. Um, don't come in close contact with me because I know that my sister has COVID. <laughs> oh, just the way she's laid out at the house. I was like, oh, God, you look crazy. God. But I've been telling her for, um, because we have a, a orange tree that produced a lot of fruit this year. So I literally tell her, I'm like, look, you think I'm crazy, but you need to eat like six oranges a day. Like, I literally wake up every morning, I go to the tree, I pick off four oranges, I eat all four in one setting, I go wash my hands, and then I come back, you know, whatever, um, walk around the house, do whatever, and then have a couple more, maybe have some, like, I've been drinking, like, lots of citrusy stuff. You've got to, you've got to, everything, even if you're vaccinated, you've got to stay, um, because apparently only the vaccinated people are getting sick, so they say. Mm. Look, I don't want them flagging my show for um, any um, COVID um, 
<laughs> Misinformation going on over the airwaves. Child, you know the feds are always watching. Child, you know they're just sitting off on you in the back room somewhere waiting on you to just like slip up all the time. That's what they do. <laughs> anyway, Tay is signaling me for a break, but I'm going to tell you something. For me, Christmas came early, um, like two days early. What was it? Four days early. So yeah! I'm excited about that. Can't wait to tell the story. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah! And it goes right along with the theme of what we've been talking about all year, friendship and relationships, or the lack thereof. And um, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm grateful. I'm always grateful um, because something that I was very much worried about, um, it's not even a worry. Like, just, let's just say I one of the, the things that I thought was of the, the biggest fear of all time this year, actually, um, was not even true. <laughs> Not even true. And I'll talk about it. I'm in such a good mood. It's like, almost like I got fucked last night, but it's not true. I didn't. But it felt like I did in my soul. My soul got fucked. That's what it was. Spiritual. It's alignment. I love it. We'll talk about more in a second. Thanks for listening. You're in the mix with Trent. Oh, let me just say this now. I know I've been promising for weeks, right? But some of your episodes for On Demand have started to roll out. You should have at least gotten two. There's 13 more coming. So just stand by. You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand, which is also not updated. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on On Demand. You know, excuse me, you're back in the mix with Trent. I like that little Brian McKnight um, most wonderful talk. Got me in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> so good. I didn't have enough time to say it before we, we cut to commercial because I got alerted there was some drama going on in the back. <laughs> now, y'all know I take COVID tests every other fucking day, so don't come at me like I'm up in here the super spreader. <laughs> Honey, I'm in such a good mood that COVID can't even touch me. I keep telling y'all, but nigga, I'm a, an original homosexual. If I can swerve AIDS at its height, then COVID ain't shit to me. Y'all kiss my ass and fucking leave me alone today. So I'm I'm in an extra good mood. So that means that the shit that I'm that I talk is gonna be extra fucking saucy. So don't try me. Shout out to my good girlfriend Saucy Santana. I got a um a shout out on Instagram yesterday. and cereals bitch <laughs> the girl told me call Trent telling me hit the gallery bitch <laughs> so funny um girl who is this if I, is this who I think <laughs> so last night I was minding my business <laughs> Oh, you know the story is always going to be good when I tell you that I'm going to start off minding my business. Because that's what I was doing. Matter of fact, I was asleep at the studio. And what happened was, um, you know, I was all tucked in. The guys had tucked me in. And it was like five or something like that when I woke up. And I woke up to a text message um, from a, a person that I rarely text. Uh, I mean, it's no shade or nothing like that. But, you know, sometimes people, like such as myself... Um, we live in our heads. So we live in our heads. We're aware of what we've got to do. A lot of the times we're on autopilot. Um, and we think about people often and we, and I call people, I let, I like, I troll them all the time. They'll tell you. I'll call, Bitch, I didn't want nothing. I was calling to see what you was doing. Right? I didn't want nothing. And some people, um, you know, it's so interesting just getting to know people, you know? <laughs> It just really is. <laughs> and like learning them all the way. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so I got a call from my homeboy and, or a text rather. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was a, a summons to his home. And I hadn't been summoned to the house in a long time. 
probably since the summer or something like that. I can't even remember. And I said, oh, I automatically jumped at the opportunity because I had been thinking about him and been wanting to talk to him anyway because I felt some underlying shit going on. And, you know, I was having a conversation. Let me just say this. I'm a very spiritual person. So um, I was having a conversation with the universe. And I was like, look, child, this I need to work this situation out. Like, I know it's some underlying shit going on. I know exactly what it is. I know that it has really nothing to do with me ultimately. Um, but if I'm going to be honest, when I have people in my life that there's an undeniable connection, like I have to have them there. It's not a sexual thing. It is not a anything like of nature. It's just something about you and who you I need you in my in my life. We'll just call it I I feel like this is a soul connection because I feel like I've known this person for a very long time, but it hasn't been a long time since we've known each other. It's a short period of time. And within that short period of time, so many life altering things have happened. That is like, nigga, I have to have known you from like Egypt in like the 1800s or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so there's this, there's been this catalyst in all of our lives and my group of friends um, over the last couple of years. And <sighs> the simplest way to put it is just chaos and drama every time you turn around and you know it's so funny that people are just used to making me the drama or saying that i'm the drama simply because i have boundaries and i don't like disrespect um but this time i was not the drama and i'm matter of fact i'm never the drama but it's kind of hard to differentiate who's dramatic and who's not when you've got a passionate person who will cuss you out at the drop of the dime and say some shit to you that you've never heard before. It sounds like drama on the surface, but on the other hand, when you've got somebody who's just as passionate and as crazy as you are, but they are the drama and they are the villain, like it's hard to differentiate the two a lot of the times. So this is why it's biblical. Do not argue with fools because you can never tell which one is the, from the foolish, you know, who's who. So you just end up throwing your hands up at, at both people because you can't figure it out. And it's not until later when everything is, comes out in the wash that you see who the fucking drama was. So there's this person in my friend group who has just caused all the drama. That He was the reason behind the drama in the summertime when I wanted to stab everybody. He's the inspiration behind the fuck you respectfully t-shirts because the motherfucker had me out in Palm Springs getting ready to stab up eight more people. You know, the disrespect has been continual. And I knew that this motherfucker was disrespectful. But the shit has finally hit the fan and nobody fucks with this guy no more. Like nobody. And I'm not the type of person to kick anybody when they're down. You know what I'm saying? It's just a really, really um, tragic situation because the man brought this upon himself. And there's no other way to put it. And he's so miserable that he took that infectious misery and tried to spread it among the entire and not even tried he did he tried to inf well, he's just foul he moves foul he operates foul um and i had a moment this summer where i was like nigga if i'm gonna be dealing with all this drama child i should just be friends with my cousins child <laughs> where shootouts and all kind of crazy shit going on coke deals going bad bitch if you're going to be in some drama, at least be in the comfort of motherfuckers you grew up with and know what kind of shit they're going to pull. And there's some fucking hot links involved or something. I don't know. A barbecue plate, child. Mm -mm. So he brought some shit upon himself. And there was a moment. I don't even know what it was. I, we have to go back and listen to the tapes. I think it was September where I cussed this nigga out. <laughs> I ain't cussed out nobody like that ever in my life before. And it just so happened that my phone died and then hung up in his face, right? Because I wasn't trying to hang up. I'm not a bitch like that. I like to cuss people out. You tell me what you got to say. Are your boss going to drop low enough to say something back to me, motherfucker? But the phone hung up. It was spiritual. Universe did it. Just let this shit go. And I walked away. Um, and in walking away, I had to 
ask myself, I was like, okay, if I walk away, how is this going to affect all the other, you know, branches from this tree that I've grown on? Like my relationships with everybody is going to change. And I don't want to risk that because I made a really good friend who I connect with, who has my back, who's one of the nicest, most loyal people of of all time that I've ever met. Life changing person, right? I mean, I didn't want to risk that. And this person directly jeopardized my connection and I didn't like it. But I was like, I'm willing to take this L for peace. And if this person is meant to be in my life and we're meant to be friends, then this will work itself out soon. And it did last night. That's why Christmas came early. You know, when you have a a negative person who is just hell bent on being um, just miserable and just a nasty, infectious, cancerous person, um, you have to cut it out. But it's so hard to do that without affecting or infecting the people that are in close proximity. Because there came a moment where I was like, okay, nigga, if I wanted to blow up my connection with this nigga, I could have did this shit myself, right? You you know, it's bullshit. But we had an outside party that went out of his way. Just because his relationship went left and he didn't have any friends, he didn't want anybody else to be happy in their relationship. So far to the point, he started just ruining, just coming in between everybody. Anybody that looked like they were... um, in cahoots or good friends or in an actual relationship oh bitch he was coming to motherfucking destroy it bitch it was a fucking hot ass mess i'm gonna get into that in a second because fuck this nigga all the way not even respectfully fuck him and he ain't gonna do shit tay don't try to cut me off on my own show you better play these christmas songs today shit niggas be full of shit and miserable as fuck but it's like this is beautiful i don't even have to do nothing the universe handled it for me ancestors thank you i appreciate you because you know my my heart's desires and they will work it out from the other side child y'all going through some shit i dare y'all niggas to call on y'all ancestors let me tell you something before i go to commercial real talk real quick um i don't say this a lot i don't talk about but i'm just gonna share this with you real quick nigga I was sitting up in my room like Brandy be doing. And I started talking to my father. And you know, my father has been deceased since I was two or some shit like that. For 32 years, right? And I said to him, I said, look. And you know, I just talked to him like a, like a real ass nigga. My homeboy, right? My dad and my homeboy. I kid you not, I asked my dad for something. I said, could you assist me in getting this? Because, look, I don't never ask for nothing because I know you can't really. (laughs) I asked for something very specific. I hope I don't cry. I asked for something very specific. I had it within, the first thing I asked for, I had it within three hours. And the other thing I had for the very next day. And I gave my father specific instruction about what I want and how I needed it. And it fucking happened. And I said, huh. (laughs) So you're here. Got it. And then when you know that your ancestors are present and you speak to them. And you have conversation and communion and you're aware of their presence around you, you walk through the world a little bit different. Because everybody has them. Start calling on them when you need something, when you're going through road crazy shit, when it's people in your life that's out of order because you know that you can't handle it and you got to go call somebody bigger and deeper. Call on one of your ancestors and see what happens. Okay, tell you now. You're listening to In The Mix with Trent. What up? On Demand.
You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah! I'm streaming on DKT Radio on Spotify on demand. So where was I at? Oh, yes. <laughs> so he is just a nasty, demonic, um, just a dark entity that is just hell-bent on ruining everyone's life because he's ruined his own and has not taken taken up on any opportunity that's been given to him he's not successful at anything but skinning and granite <laughs> and ruining people's lives um and he tried to ruin mine in the process and his closest friends his family um and it just won't stop it's non-stop it's just a whirlwind of shit and see, the thing about me is I know when to get off the train. <laughs> and you've got to know when to get off the train. You've got to know when your stop is, girl. And see, I'm so good at it now, I like to ride the whole thing all the way through. <laughs> or at least make them think that I am, you know? It's rule number 13, honey. Pose as a friend, work as a spy. So, you don't, you know, they, they say it all the time, last stop, child. And then it's like this mile stretch where you just getting ready to, it's just nothing, right? That's where all the drama and the chaos goes down. And then after that mile, child, it makes that curve. And we all know it makes that curve into the tunnel. And on the other end of that tunnel, it's a brick wall. See, I go to the bathroom while they're causing all that drama and shit, while they're fighting and doing all that. I roll up a blunt watch, and they be like, oh, girl, look at him get ready to smoke. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tip out and smoke. Child, you know, walk through that train and got off on the caboose and jumped out on the track and did a stop, drop, and roll like it's a fire. And be on roll, uh, spark that blunt up on that fucking track and watch the train go. And you so see, you got to be real careful because when you drop and roll, you got to make sure you ain't another train behind you. Because sometimes you do. Beware your surroundings and always have a blade, bitch. And some bear spray. And a chemical accelerant to start fires. And you think it's a joke. So you jump off the train, bitch, and you mind your business and go back to your life and do what you got to do. Because everybody has something to focus on. I'm pretty sure it's a callus on the bottom of your foot right now that's driving you crazy that you need to go get scrubbed off. But yet and still, you minding everybody else's fucking business. I don't understand how that works. You know your feet hurting. Child. Bitch, I know I got motherfucking shit to do. You think I got time to be worrying about what everybody else is doing? Try my friends call me on the phone now with their drama. I listen, and I give them a couple of advice, but at the same time, they be like, is this nigga listening to me? Yeah, I'm listening to you, but I tuned you out. I know when to listen because I know about these situations. I know when to intersect and interject and all that, but mm-mm, I'm minding my business at the same fucking time. Because, see, while I'm over here paying my bills and, you know, uh, juggling and ducking and dodging and all this other bullshit... And rolling blunts trying to figure out how to make this happen, bitch. I got stuff to do. And see, the thing about it goes both ways. When your friends show up for you, you have to show up for them. That's how it works. That's how you keep shit balanced. That's how you keep relationships going. That's how you continue to build rapport over time. This is how you do it. You show up for your friends. And you've got to take time to put your shit a little beside just a little bit because they did it for you. You do it for them. Don't be crazy. Don't be un- uneven. We don't like that over here. Reciprocity is real. It's in order. It's got to happen. But at the same time, know when to fucking get up and goddamn leave. Know when to stop participating. Know when to cut your friends off. I, I tell people, like, bitch, I'm not doing this with you today. <laughs> We're not starting the day off like this. We're going to pull this together real quick because, girl, mm-mm. Some friends are receptive, others are not. And please don't ever be so brazen. Like, what are we going to, let's call this nigga, um, what are we, we have to come up with a name for this one. No, we, no, we got to come up with something good. We're going to call this nigga the spin doctor. So, nigga, the spin doctor, he's so brazen and bold in his, his, his dealings. 
don't don't ever be so bold about bragging about how you fuck somebody over who's literally innocent. Now brag about how you fucked a nigga over who deserved it. Cause I have to find that show because this show is directly related to the other show where I you know what, let me find the text message right now. Cause I tell you when I did it. I know when I did it. Cause I did something. I did a thing. And I came on air and I talked about it. I was like, I did something. (laughs) 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 Bitch, my text messages are, um... Okay, so this was like two months ago, literally October 27th. I did something, so I, we have to go back and find that show from the 26th or the 29th or something like that because I talked about what I did. I'm not gonna repeat it because it's not really necessary for this, not even for backstory, nope. Because I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like what I did, but it had to be done for this moment to happen in form because when you know information you have to be very strategic and tactical about how you disseminate the information especially when a people could die b people could get a divorce um custody battles can ensue bitch all kind of crazy shit could happen it's just not like oh yeah let me just drop this on you and walk away it has to be very strategic and tactical and roundabout and, and everything child you gotta put on a trench coat and act like mama joyce with sunglasses and a brim janet jackson hat in order to get it done bitch you might as well dress up as a cross dresser um and be in disguise because bitch they can't know that you the one Mm-mm. if you a woman bind your titties and put on a tuxedo bitch and sashay through to where you gotta go because it's treacherous out here in these streets you got to turn into an op or agent and you got to think as such and act as such so you won't get caught up in the shit when it goes down. Because I'm going to tell you something, bitch. My hands wasn't all the way clean, but bitch, I wasn't clean. And I didn't get caught up in that bullshit when it went down. Because you know what? Eventually, a motherfucking rat that's a rat is always going to tell on a motherfucker. The spinster, the spin doctor is a rat, child. And rats is always going to get cheese and they're always going to get caught up in their own fucking traps because they're not going to outsmart everybody. You can't, you can't be, you can't, don't think that you're too smart for a bitch and you can't even form a sentence straight, child. Like, let's not get beside ourselves here. You see, I made a plan. I devised the plan. I stuck to the plan and I walked the fuck away and I shut my motherfucking ass up. See? <laughs> But I'll let you walk away. And I'll yeah. you get your And I told him that shit too. Don't pull this shit on me no more, nigga. And I and at that moment I knew that I had to protect myself and had to cover my ass and set a motherfucking trap. Because bitch, you trying to entrap me on some shit and, and gonna completely absolve. He's a perfect character for reality TV. He likes to get people caught up in shit and then absolve himself of the crime like he didn't fucking mastermind and shit he's a fucking donald trump jr is what he is oh i didn't say that or i didn't oh bitch he was the main one orchestrating the whole shit let me tell you something nigga i write fucking books and storylines for a living so don't ever think that you're gonna fucking outsmart the motherfucker that holds the pen and tells the goddamn story because you hear me talking right now and i'm gonna keep fucking talking that's why the girls pay me to talk that's why they fucking they pay me to fucking listen all those things you can't you Fool me once, fool me twice, can't get fooled again. Are you out here setting fucking traps for people, nigga? What if somebody set one for you? Whole shit fucked up. I'm gonna tell you something. You can't beef with the wicked. Can't go back and forth with them. And you can't cross the righteous either. Because when you do, and that's biblical. Anyway, it's time for Christmas. I love it. Christmas came early. I'll talk about that in the third segment. You're in the mix for Trent. Thanks so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify when we decide to update it. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. On demand.
you're back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah! Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. And I said Christmas came early um, again because I was just, I, I left to go through emails while I'm at work. <laughs> and our good friend to the show, Neth Ra, has basically sent out a whole um, newsletter featuring her episode on In the Mix with Trent. Yeah! And she basically sent out a whole advertisement to my of my show to her network. Yeah! Warms my heart. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Because just when you think that you are not doing enough or you're not good enough and all these things, there's always someone or something to come and remind you otherwise. Yeah! And, excuse me. I appreciate you, Matt, because we've been having this, you know, behind the scenes conversation um, for a couple weeks now. And I really, really appreciate you because this journey has not been easy. And once you, um, well, not you specifically, Neth, but once the on demand gets the last episodes from the last two and a half weeks, part of my hesitation was I knew that I was going through some shit and I wasn't balanced. And usually I don't record and, you know, put in some fillers or something like that uh, for shows because I don't like being unbalanced on air. But also it's authentic and it's true to my nature of, of what I do on the show. So, you know, these are also emotions that people go through all the time. And guess what? When they go through shit, they hide. They don't tell anybody. And it's and it's the same fucking thing over and over. So I have to be open and authentic to let people know that they're not the only ones having these crazy things go on in their minds. And I actually had a friend stop me in the middle of a rant last week. And she said, T, you do realize other people go through the same thing, right? And I said, no, I don't. I honestly think that I'm the only one because people never say anything. Which is part of the reason why I just get on the radio and open my legs to everybody. Close your legs to marry me. And I have, and I have, you know that. So, you know, um, that's part of the reason. So, Neth, again, I appreciate you so much for every for that beautiful newsletter. Yeah! And that wonderful clip. The episode is actually coming out um, Friday. It's already done, but there's some finishing touches, like final, final. Um, so you have the stuff by this week. Everybody. The podcasts are rolling out today. All the, all the way. I think there's two in there now. So the rest of them will be out, you know, today, and it'll be all caught up. And part of the reason is for, you know, that was... I knew that I will be going on hiatus soon, and I know that the hiatus is next week. So um, we'll do a show. Are we doing a show tomorrow? Yeah, we're doing a show tomorrow. Are we doing a show Christmas Eve? Are we coming to work Friday? Y'all are, see? And y'all be thinking it's me looking crazy. They haven't decided their own fucking schedule. What job do you know that lets you make your own schedule and you still can't make it up? You just be just here all day. Like, why are you still here? Go home, Roger. I think there's a show um, next week, Monday. There's a show for real. Um, we're, go- we're doing 60 episodes. So, yeah, I signed on. So, we're already at 55. And then we can streamline the next four. So let's figure that out by tomorrow when we come on here, please. Because who has time? I'm trying to go to Costco. Oh, you know, their gas is cheaper than the national average. Who has time? Let's all go. Make it a lunch. Get one of those beautiful um, beef franks that I don't eat. Hot dogs weird me out, bro. I need to be a corn dog. Batter it up and fry it like the county fair. 
Math. She is so great. I'm I'm just so grateful for that. And here's the thing. Child, we could go. I wasn't in this mindset. I wanted to kill everybody. Off the off the chain. I had to center myself. Child, four loco and three blunts to center myself. They still sell four loco in Arizona. Every time I see it, I fall out. But, you know, the universe will send you cosmic gifts just to enhance and enrich your life. It, know, it knows what exactly what you need. The universe knew that I needed to see what I had done. Because it's so different from when you create something and you, okay, I'm done doing it. And you put it out into the world, right? And you know how you think it should affect people because you know what you did, but... To actually see it as a creator in a different form, somebody else talking about it is actually um, a, a pausing wow moment. And I haven't seen that a lot with this project. I hope to see more of it. I will see more of it. Um, it's just not coming in my in my timeline. <laughs> I want everything to be rushed. Um, I got a you know retweet from BT Plus over the weekend. Yeah! I got a lot from Tyler Perry over the weekend. Um, so just seeing the project um, highlighted by somebody else is is what I needed to see. Um, on top of having my friendships restored. Yeah! Or at least restored. restored that's the right way. Because um, a conversation needed to be had. And one was had. Everybody's on the same page now. And going back to what I said very at the very beginning of the show, like you know um the part that people play in your life. Um and I'm grateful for that. I always, you know, sometimes think that people don't see the part that I play. But separation um is very important. And one thing you have to understand that sometimes separation isn't really about you as it much as, as it is a collective separation. The things that happened within the group needed to happen. They happen. Um, the thing about me is I can kind of pick up on shit before it even happens. I can feel the current changing because it's part of my nature as, as, a, as a water sign. You know, so when shit, the slightest change, I could feel it. And I know what the change means because, you know, the ocean is so vast and child still waters run deep. So in feeling those changes and knowing what it is before everybody else, it's like I have to kind of wait while everybody else catch up. And usually the, the catch up used to be, you know, two years. Then it was one year. And then it's like, oh, bitch, you'll see what I'm talking about in 90 days. Nope. Now it's 45. 30. So that only means that by the end of this year into next year. The I told you so is only going to get fucking quicker. <laughs> 24 hours. Then it's going to get quicker than that. Seconds and minutes. That's when it's really going to fuck us up. I'm grateful that people heed the warning. Um, and I'm grateful that all is well in, in my world and it's balanced back out. Um. I'll talk more about this because Tay is like, break, 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 break. break. <laughs> I got you, Tay. You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Y'all yeah! think y'all slick. Y'all ran out of blunts on purpose. What kind of operation is this? Who runs this shit around here? Who, who can I talk to? About? You're listening In the Mix with Trent. On, on Demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify on demand. I keep thinking that's somebody else, but it's not It's not her at all. So, for the past, um, I guess, couple of months, I've been kind of just in this um, 
in all honesty, um, if I'm not, if yeah, let me just be honest. <laughs> I missed my friends and hanging out, um, but I knew that hanging out with you know the spin doctor would be <laughs> more you know harmful than helpful in my life. So, but I also knew that. Um, you know, while I connected with other people in that group, me not the glue, not, you know, being there, you know, calling the party all the time and having a party that it would be difficult, not even so much difficult, but it would just not even not even extra work. It would just be interesting trying to, you know, navigate a friendship that you've created with somebody else without the other person. And like, what does that really look like? Um and because it has never like I, I just assumed or presumed that all of the friendships within the group would suffer because of this particular person, because I know that he's a manipulator and he will tell the story. Oh, well, you know, he's this, he's that. And, you know, blah, you know, and I didn't have time for all that. So I just left. Um, and even though there's, you know, been some communication between me and the other people, um, I just thought that the all the relationships were damaged, right? So now that I know that all the friendships that stem from this one connection are intact and we're pretty much on the same page about how to handle this person and deal with this person, that like I'm so relaxed. It's like I'm so relieved and relaxed. It's like my, my biggest fear and my worry is like it's over. Yeah! You know, I'm a, I'm a person that realizes that just really good people and solid people are hard to come by. And it just really annoys. Nothing annoys me more than when a good, just really an honestly good person. Like you have nothing. I have nothing bad to say about this guy. And I know that I never would never will have anything bad to say about him. Like, I know that. Right. And. To see a person just get mistreated and basically betrayed in the highest of forms is it's offensive and it's hurtful to me. And there's no other way that I could put it. You know, when someone is nice to you and opens their home and has your back and never judges you in spite of everything and then just to fuck them over and their family over um and even in your your own family just fuck everybody over because of whatever the fuck you're going through it's just it's something that i could never ever ever will never ever respect um it infuriates me um and it's just the reason why um in hindsight i'm i'm i was so protective of this person because i saw the violation happening you know in real time and He's such a nice guy to a fault that even though the fucking spin doctor has done some foul shit, he still won't even say anything bad about this guy. Not one, not one word. And like, I almost like, I had to really like stop because you know I'm a softie these days. I fucking cried and everything. <laughs> I had to stop myself from crying in this man's face because I saw him so distressed and disturbed that he couldn't even find the words. It's almost like a, he was almost numb, like he was shocked. And I have been in that predicament so many times where I thought that I can't believe a friend has really done this shit to me. I know that same shock and that that same fucking feeling. So I had to like be strong in that moment because that's what a person needs is a friend. And it's just crazy how my intuition works. Like I kind of saw some shit coming months ago. And my first thought was, who's going to be this guy's friend when this shit goes left? Because it's really fucked up to go through something when your close, um, close, close friend just fucking just does some shit. That changes your trust. It changes it changes everything. Especially when you call somebody a brother. 
but we all know that family they do it to you the hardest the roughest the fastest and they do it first and as a person who's dealt with that my entire life and every day it's still a struggle like how the fuck do you reconcile that can you reconcile that the people that you fucking trust to have your back and be loyal just fucking change all of that for you i grapple with that every day which is why when the friendship circle got interrupted the way that it did it was also disturbing because guess what Mm. when you don't really have close family you have to create it with your friends And then it's even more fucked up when a person knows that and they jeopardize it anyway just to get back at you out of hatred for the way that you fit into something that they brought you into. It's psychotic is what it is. And a person like that will have a very long and miserable life. And that's even more sad to watch, especially when you know somebody has potential and the the aptitude to do something completely different. It's hard to watch somebody destroy their own shit when they have everything and all the potential to do so much more. And but you choose to just fuck over people. That is a price in karma that I would never wish on anybody when you purposely fuck over people. Ooh, that's a that's a tough price to pay. But you know what? For everybody that is in order, Christmas will come early because it just came early for me. And this doesn't feel like Christmas for a lot of people. A lot of people don't even want to buy gifts, don't have money to buy gifts. But that's not really the intention. What is the feeling behind it, right? This this Christmas is really just about the simple stuff. Love and being. And around people that actually love you and show up for you. You can buy material shit any fucking time. And trust me, it's, it's, it's going to be a brand new version of it next year. <laughs> the shit you bought last year is not even going to have the same value or the same fucking meaning. But when you show up for somebody and spend time, when they need it the most, they will always remember that. And that is something priceless. Memories of feeling connected and involved are so much more deeper and greater than any material thing you can ever buy. So think about that going into Christmas. You're in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Back in a second. In the mix with Trent on on demand. Oh, really? Is it already that time? (laughs) I guess it is, huh? You're in the mix with Trent. Thanks so much for listening. been a very interesting show to say not to say the least <laughs> i'm proud of myself that i didn't um expose everything and everybody and finish burning it all down because people do that on their own <laughs> can't blame nobody but you and that's the best part about it <laughs> can't rope nobody else into this one child you did this all on your fucking lonesome uh-huh. Love it. <laughs> Nigga, I really did sit up here and get a cake that said 30 um, for the ninth time. <laughs> it's a good cake, too. Wow. Just a few months, it'll be the 40th. I can't deal with it. <laughs> I suddenly don't have anxiety about it anymore. Yeah! So I'm ready to burn it down, down to the ground. Child will never be the same. Mm-mm. I just gotta figure out a way to. You know they do this every time. Like they always change the fucking COVID shit. Um, right 
Oh, I got my keys. I'm ready to go, child. Um, they always change the COVID guidelines around or on my birthday. So I, this whole time, since they shut it down, the first time in 2020, they shut that shit down on my birthday, March 13th. <laughs> like, last day to party tonight. I said, look at God. I love it. And then they did that shit again. Like this year, they had like I think opened up the you know the places back up where you can just you know do stuff or whatever. But it didn't matter because I skipped town, so wasn't even thinking about. Who knows? So now that they're doing all this bullshit, child, they'll be fine by the time March rolls around again. It'll be warming up. It'll be spring thawed out. Um, COVID will melt away, and everything will be great in the land. Oh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and um, claim this right now. Um, eight days away, nine days away. <laughs> Bitch, 2022 is going to be popping. It's going to be on. <laughs> I'm fucking ready, too. So ready, aren't you? Yeah, I think um, the rainstorm is getting ready. If it has, I think is it already raining outside? Hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's supposed to rain for like the next, um, I think, six days or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, the show's over, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> We've got to work. We've got uploads and edits and all this stuff to do to prepare everyone for your Christmas weekend. So you can tune out um, when everybody gets on your nerves because it's bound to happen. You can have something to do to entertain yourself because you know all the good shows are off the air right now. So you can watch and listen to In the Mix with Trent. Yeah! That it all turns out for you. We'll be back on air tomorrow. We can work out our holiday schedule. I'm already anticipating now that we will not be here on Christmas Eve. So we'll do a show tomorrow. We'll do a show Monday. We'll do a show Wednesday next week. And then um, I guess Friday or Thursday, we'll figure it out. And um, it'll be the, se- uh, this, not this year, the season finale um, of In the Mix with Trent. Yeah! Let's do this again tomorrow. Can't wait to talk to you. Have a great evening and enjoy the rest of these wonderful Christmas songs. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on On Demand.